0: Uh Today's stuff is uh Samachala 61 um, We start at the very bottom of Samachal Bet. What we're dealing with is the debate between um, between um, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Nehemia about um, where the order is ma'akei According to Rabbi Yehuda the order is only ma'akei in what is done in the Kodesh Kadashi in love on Bishnim. According to Rabbi Nehemia the order is ma'akei in anything that's done in de Lavan whether it's Bishnim, whether it's b'chutz, which is also the blood on the Parochet, the blood on the Mithayach, also includes all of the stuff that's done prior, the Hagrallah, the shechting of the Par, the shechting of the Seer, the taking of the Ksharis, everything that's done with love and B'chut. One question that came up is, does that also include the spilling of the Shirayim um, that is done Afterwards, how much is if, and that turned into a question of normally the shirayim, the filling of the remnants of the blood, the pouring is not maakev, but maybe by Yom Kippur, um, maybe specifically because there's vechila mikaper, only when you complete everything, maybe the shirayim is maakev. So if doing the shirayim is maakev, there are two questions. Number one is doing it maakev. If you didn't do it were well, you Yotse? And number two, once you say, if it is ma'akev, then obviously it will be included in the issue of where order matters. So that was the issue. But again, Reb Yehuda only order matters in there. Reb Nechemia order matters everything that says to the Vigdei Lavan, Yim um, Jishtim Bakchut, with the one question of Shirayim, because whether that, is necess- whether that is ma'akev or not by Yom Kippur. So that is the debate. The one thing we have not addressed is the other thing that's done, the Vigde Lavan that we haven't got up to yet, which is the sending of the Seir La Azazel. Okay, that is also going to be done, the de Lavan But this is what we're talking about. So now, the Gemara says like this. Um, the Gemara just yesterday also then had the statement of Rabbi Hanina. You know what? Maybe we'll pick up with that because. It, but um, so we'll go back a little bit. We'll go to about eight lines before the the dot ends. Uh, where Sanocham is I'm a Rabbi. The answer is right in front of the word. Rabbi the answer is right. Thank you. I'm a So if you did the Torah here. The chafinah katoras before you shaft the par. Here's the order: you shaft the par, you do the hagrela, then you get to the katoras. You bring the katoras in, then you get the blood of the par from here. You do the par, you do the blood, then you shaft the cat of the goat. You do the goat, and then you move out. So here, the order: first is of so par, hagrela, chafinah katoras. If you do the katoras before the shafting of the par, that's out of order. It doesn't count. Fine. That seems to be Rebbe Nehenia, right? Rebbe Nehenia is the one that says. Everything order matters. That's Rabbi Nachman. Rabbi Nachman says, "Oh, everything, even day ravan, whether it's seen, whether it's bechor." According to so Rabbi Yehuda, if you, you do so the written, of, for out of order, if you do that out of order, then Rabbi Nehemiah, everything that was subsequent to it doesn't count. Um, well, no, it doesn't count. Let's make that clear. Yeah, if you did right, the kafina. Right. When you do something out of order, what doesn't count is, is the thing is the thing that you did early. Ah. So if you did the kafina early, that didn't count. Now, if you did the shchita and the hagurol, and then you went to the seir thinking you had done the hafina, now you got a problem because now you did the seir before you've done the legitimate hafina, okay, so, but it'll have, it could have a ripple effect, but the basic point is, the thing you did out of order doesn't but count. A asha, a With the, the hafina, thing itself. the thing itself is is, ah, if you did the hafina out before the par, the hafina was no good. So that's something that's outside of the Kodesh Kedoshim, so the Lord says, Kiman, who is that going white?" Like? to look to Reb Yehuda, not like Reb Yehuda. Deed Reb Yehuda ha'mar, because Reb Yehuda says, Ki Ksiva Chuka Bidvar Manasim Bidhi Dei Lavan No, it only applies the order when it's stuff that's on the Indochadish the So Sumer says no. A few name Reb Yehuda. Reb could agree. Why? Tzorach Pnim Ki Pnim Dami. Now we're going to limit the extent of the debate. Now Reb Yehuda doesn't just say here order matters, it also matters everything that's done out here that's for the sake of him. What's down out here that's for the sake of it here? Everything. The Shekhting of the bar, Dan but we haven't really mentioned Dan but whatever, presumably Dan right? The Chathinah Ksara, the Shita Saseir, everything there is necessary for him there. So now according to Rabbi Yehuda, this plus this is Rabbi Yehuda. Okay? So the only debate is six, seven, eight, and 9. When you get to the, the blood on the Parochet, the blood on the Mizbeach, and maybe the Shirayim but now we're saying that even Rabbi Yehuda agrees that here order matters as well so if you read the words the necessity of the innermost things that are done uh, right uh, things, uh, things that are done for the sake of the scheme of the Kodesh kadashim have the same status that is uh, as if it were done in the Kodesh kadashim right. itself right so the purpose of order you might want to say broader but the boy is here for the purpose of order right uh, so you might as like this it's it's not, really now beautiful. now let's see if Let's see if this is going to work. That Rabbi Yehuda will say that order matters there as well. So the Mishnah says that, you know, the Mishnah, the second part of the Mishnah, doesn't talk about order, but talks about what happens if the blood spills and you have to pick it up. Do you pick it up where you left off or from the beginning of that section? So it says, if you're not done yet in the Kodesh Kedashim, and you spill the blood, you have to go and bring new blood. Now, how do you bring new blood? What do you have to do to get new blood? Shekhten. You have to shecht it again. So look at what happened. You did this whole thing, right? You did the whole order. You, you, know, you, you did the hafina, you did the Torah, Right? You are ca- got the blood of the ear. Now here you are getting the blood of. Uh, you did the blood of the par. You're at number four doing the blood of the par, and then the it spills So it says, uh oh, it's filled in the middle. You got to get. You got to get new blood of the par. So what do you have to do now? Again, what do you have to do? sapar If you're going all the way back to number one of the sapar then it's not just enough to shat the par and go bring in the blood. If you have to start to again sapar you got to hold do again. I'm not sure about the Hagralla. We can talk about that, but you certainly got to do the Katoris next. Right? And if you gotta do the schhafina, then you have to bring the Torahs back. So how is it that you could say, Oh, just Shech the Well you just Shech the Par as soon as you go back to the Par, you gotta do that. If Red Yehuda didn't care about Avantitia, didn't say the order didn't matter out here, it's no problem. This could be Red Yehuda. Fine, go Shech the We don't care about it there, we only care right here. Right? It'll be fine. But once Red Yehuda cares about this as well, and everybody cares about this, as soon as you go back to checking the you have to go bring the Torahs. How did the mission not mention that? Okay? So the so it says go get more blood. Dean Isa, if it's true that even Rabbi Yehuda demands the order of the stuff that's done out there, that's done by the shchita of the chafina. It shouldn't just say get more blood; it say go back, chef, do another chafina, not only another chafina. Go bring the ketores again, and then do the blood. It's a lot you got to do. So the so says, okay. So that's the answer. The Torah's look at Yeah, we're not talking about the Kitaras. Yeah, you get the blood and then you do everything else that you, got, you need to do in order in the middle as well. But, okay, so although the mission just says get more blood, what it means sure by get mean, more blood is do the sure. chafina, do the Torah's. It's a lot to assume. I know. I know, I know, but that's the marriage challenge. <laughs> okay. Now we're going to have a, ver- a very similar statement by Ula with a similar challenge. Amr um, Ula, so says Ula. See so so here, that, yeah, that would mean that Lawrence he really has, he has not done anything. Well, as opposed to just that one act that he's taken out of order, he really has. Well, once you part. need to, no. just doing one act out of order just means that that act didn't count. But once you need to go back up, this is not just because this isn't when he did something out of order. This is part of the but still that you have to go h- back higher up into process. Right, right. And here they are, the higher, then you got to keep the order. Okay, Amor Ula. They didn't did that order. We like, did the damus the year before the dampar. The they have to go back and then. then no. Well, we'll get to that. That's what I am about to say. Amor Ula. So, year she shachto koded matz and damos the par. Let's say you shachted the year before you did the blood of the par. Loss of a low and presumably this means even according to Rabbi So it's the same idea. Okay, if you did, right, this ear before you did the blood of the part, right, although this is something that is done outside, now it's also funny you go by this or by that, but anyway, he's saying the same thing, that if you did this before you finished the part, the shuffling of this ear was no good, okay, so that's also giving, now, you know, here it's like half of the idea is what's in here and half is what's out here, you use something out here to interrupt something that was in here. But now we're claiming it doesn't matter anyway, that according to Yehuda, all of this order matters. So it's a similar statement in that line that, uh, that order matters even by that stuff that's done for the sake of the inside. So now let's see about the implications. So now, is this going to really work? Not. Hikdin Damaskir, the Dhamma right? The, the mission says, and this is the mission when it we was talking about the order, if you did the blood of the seer before the blood of the Par, Yachav Yazim Damaskir, Dhamma Par, fine, the blood of the seer didn't count, Let's do it later, okay? So, meaning the mission said that you're a year, and you jumped and you did the year before the Dhamma Par, you jumped and you did 5B before the Dhamma Par, says, all right, fine, so, so go do your Dhamma Par, and then he just somehow said you some afterwards. The only point is that it forgot something. Before, because in order to get the blood of the Seir, right, what did you do? You had a Shech the seer. But the Sheching of the Seir comes before, right, comes after the blood of the Par. So you basically have, and if you did the ha ear up here, it means you Shech the Seir before you did the ha par. So it shouldn't just say, hold on to the blood and do it after the Par. It should say, do the Par and then Shech another Seir. Okay, same type of a question. In order to a scene, you have to do yeah, we're gonna to get to that. We'll yeah. get to that. So says, go chef and you can't say, oh, we're not talking about the blood of the year, Like you said before, we're not talking about the Torah. We are talking about the blood of the year. So how could it just say, you do the blood of the year after? It should say, you got a sheft after, and then do the blood of the year. So Ta Ulah,. No. When the Mishnah said that you did the blood of fear early, it's not talking about the Kodesh Kodashim. It's talking about the Heichal. of office, the. What it's saying is, if you did seven before six, you, everything is shechted, That's all done. And then you got out here and you did this ear before the par, then just hold off do the par, and then do the seer again afterwards. That's easy. But here, if you did the seer before the par, that also means you shechted the seer before the par. Then do the par, shecht another seer, and do it afterwards. So by now saying that everybody agrees on the stuff out here, we're making the idea of oh just pick up, you know, when you what, what, you know if you got interrupted, just get some more, just check another thing, get some more blood, or oh just wait and do it the right order, a lot more complicated. Because as soon as you have to go back to doing something here, you got to do everything to say there, okay? And that's what the Gemara is saying. Okay, the person in the closed document is the on. Yeah. Yeah, you got to trust his reporting about what happened. And, yeah. Okay. <laughs> anybody else in the Hechel? No. I mean, anybody else in the he Hechel? No, Khaled Dom, says it includes the Hechel. No, 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 he's memorized on the steps. Mari says the Le Yabomo 8, is the whole Hechel. Do you have anything to say we about We even discussed name? the Ulam, whether that was included. What? Say about this no. I know, it's a funny, yeah. Okay. Now, now so that's mm-hmm. the issue of the order. Now we get on to this issue about. What, about le- bracketing the order issue as we said if you get interrupted um, you know if you get interrupted here right, if you're in the middle of the hazos here you've got to get new blood and you've got to according to the first opinion start again from the beginning like you at one and three but it's spilled so get new no blood and start again from the one right and, the, and that's what we said here but then let's say you did this and you got out here and you got interrupted here and still here and so you just have to restart here you don't have to restart all the way there Right? <coughs> so that's what it says. So this is a unit by itself, this is a unit by itself, this is the unit by itself. If any of them, the blood spills, and you have to begin again. If you finish the previous unit, you don't have to go back to the previous unit. You only have to begin again the unit you were in. no Then you have to shaft. Yeah, 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 I'm not, but we're, we're ignoring the shechting and the order problem. Whatever the issue is with shechting and the order, anyway, it becomes, it becomes moot after you've done this and if it spills, then you don't have to go back and say, oh, the whole thing got you Go back to the beginning. Just go the back to the beginning of each unit. If it's still during this unit, go back to, I mean, this, with the par, you know, whatever. This unit, this unit, this unit. Just go back to that beginning. Okay? So, okay, so that's what it says. Now, before we get to this issue of the kapara being separate for each location, going back to the beginning of the unit, we first talk about the whole psukim about what the atonement achieves, and this becomes very important and significant in terms of the whole meaning of the avodah. Now, it says in the psukim in it says the following: It says, it says a lot of times that you are atoning for the kodesh. Okay, but I want to just read to you: It says. Um okay so first it says um when you, it says when you're done with the with the with the um uh uh the hipa code to to Kolkata that's what it says after you did the code kadashim The begin ya tello mo hey that's so to which is the parochet okay and then it says again ya tell me's beach the hipa loves cetera bikhilami kapara sa that we read yesterday that's almost That's sayach Okay, um and that the Samaha run is so then you do the whole thing with the sending the sea la and then it says it says like this, towards the very end. the Khiteras Nikdasha Kodesh, so at the very end of the whole of the whole Archlaimos second of the Avodah, it says, the Khiteris all the Avoda's done. The Khiteres mikdash Kodesh. Which is is kodesh kedashim? That's ohem mm-hmm. away that So again, the presumed paroches, and now the altar yichaper. What you saying? Ohem ohem away the paroches itself. what that talking about itself well, that's what the before? It's supposed to be being taken as a like, unit, like you know. Yes. The, well, the Gemara says when the when the pasuk said before after he's done with the kaporet, it says the said yaseh leohem away that the way he does the atonement on ohem away is the dom of the of the, the paroches. So Okay. So let's see how the Gemara interprets it the chiper so this is at the very end the chiper mikdash kodesh zeh okay that's the Kodesh Kadashim olam Zeh because again this again as I just said to Michael when, when it said before after he's done with the Kodesh Kadashim the chen yaseh olam was the interpretation of the blood on the Parochet. so fine that's the hechal olam is the hechal and the avoda he does on the Parochet mizbeach kimash the avoda he does on the golden altar the, the dam Yichaper, elu azarot. So now that only gets you everything in the heichal. So yichaper includes the azara, the you know the the, the outside of the of the of the heichal, the the open uh um, where the misdeah is. Hakolanim kima so it atones for the kolanim. Amakahal elu Yisrael. That's the Jezebel yichaper the extra yichaper al levim <laughs> gets <laughs> It's interesting that they're not included in Once you get separate out the kahanim, you have to assume that the levim also would deserve separate treatment. Uh, so the here includes men and women. Presumably, okay. Well, let's not get there right now, but yes, okay. So that's what you have in the end pasuk. Now the pshat of the psukim, actually, and this is important because the Pshad of the Psukim is really focusing on the two separate aspects of what the Avodah of Yom Kippur is about because the Avodah of Yom Kippur as we've been discussing a lot in the Pshad of the Psukim is all about the Khiper HaKodesh the Khiptash HaKodesh the Khen Yaseh Lo it's about purifying not atoning but purifying the Temple so that God can continue to dwell in the Temple cleansing it from the sin that somehow has clogged it up that's the basic Avodah. But then what you get is you get the Si'ir Lazazel, and the Si'ir Lazazel, what what is that function? That says that, the what does that do? It says V Right? So that and it's sending away the other Not of Israel. So there, presumably, the shot of the puzzle presumably is that the first part has to do with the cleansing of the mikdash, and then it says the al ha yichaper. Is presumably at least the is the Siir la The interesting question to ask is, what does it mean al ha Right? Are the Kohanim included in the seir la and they're sort of that atones for their sins, or the Kohanim included in somehow the thing of going on what's going on in the mikdash? Now, if you think about now. Now, the, the Torah here sing, it singles them out separately, which indicates that there's some distinct status here. Now, it does say, the Chiper B'Ado V'Ad Beito, right? Um, it also has a V'Ato called Yisrael. Okay, so the question is, V'Chazal understand, U'B'Ad Beito is not only his immediate hassle, but the Kohanim. So I would suggest that a simple understanding of the P'sukim is that the Kohanim here are being atoned for, yes, but not for their independent sins not so they're like personal that they wrote and you know, in their own sort of personal standing before God, uh, um, but they're being uh, cleansed the way the mikdash is being cleansed. Yes, yes. You have to cleanse the mikdash. So the same way when the mikdash was initiated, right? was it, the whole process of, Chanukah, of the uh, you know HaMishkan and so on um, and um, the whole seven day period was, was, was a ritual with blood and whatever and sanctifying and cleansing the Mikdash and doing the same to the Kohanim. This is a cleansing process which similarly cleanses the Mikdash cleanses the Kohanim and therefore the Israel. it's more about their sins they're not the ones being cleansed but they're the ones who is more atoning for their sins. So therefore the, and if you think about it the blood done in here when he does the shritas sapar there's a vidwe on the par right remember the mm-hmm. vidwe the shritas of the ear does not have a vidwe so therefore this right which is relates to the Kohanim and all of this this is cleansing the mikdash but it comes with the vidwe which is for him and his household presumably the Kohanim so it's cleansing the mikdash and cleansing the Kohanim okay so, the Seir Lazazel, which has the Vidoi, is being the Chaper for B'nai Yisrael. So, that's I would suggest is the Pshat Hapsukim about what is going on. Okay, the one question to ask is what's the Seir doing in here? You know, that Seir separate from the Par. The Seir Lazazel is for the sins of B'nai Yisrael. Are you saying, say, that the that the Mikdash and, by extension, the Kwanin, the Neon, the are just cleansed of these ritual infractions, like, you know, like, oh, like, I did the blood wrong, or is it really that the Mikdash is, is cleansed from the tumult from all sorts of things, including, like, in other words, let's say, a coin murder somebody. Yes, is yes. That definitely, I mean, is that only under this rubric? No. What, what it, is, the Kune is, the the cool. is a kind of incarnate, incarnated dust. so what's done to them is out of what needs to be done to their physical structure. We're not talking about the whole difference, and this is how it's going to be contrasted to the approach that the Gemara takes. is our current way of thinking about it, which is very much um, sin, you know, as a personal, as you know, my personal sin and my sin before God and my having to atone and cleanse myself sort of for my sin, meaning to make myself a, you know... An, better as a person and to, make, and, and to free me from the punishment that it's deserving and all of that. But the, in the Torah, the idea of cleansing the nikdash is whenever anybody sins, I don't care if it's the kwanim, I don't care if it's about Tuma, I don't care if it's about Lash and Hara, whenever anybody sins, that sin Pollute. pollutes and in a way drives away or has the potential of driving away God's presence and the pollution adheres like it sticks to the walls It's soot it's fixed to the walls of the mikdash, whenever sin is done. The yeah, same way the sin closer. pollutes the land. So I share it right. So your sin is the and your sin is the mikdash in this holy place. And therefore, in order for God to continue to dwell, there needs to be a ritual cleansing of that metaphysical effect of the sin. I don't care about you. It's not about you, it's about the mikdash and cleansing it from the sin that was done in the past, so God can continue to dwell therein. So the Qanim also have to function in the mikdash. They're part of the ha Mikdash. So they are Also, in a way, polluted, I would argue, and have to be cleansed the same way when the miktash was sanctified. It was the miktash and the koanim that were sanctified by a sim- and initiated by a similar process. Um, so, that I would say is all of the miktash Mitasha that's <laughs> a and that's part of the vidya par, and the par is what's doing all of this. Whereas, we're no longer talking about this you know, about this sort of cleansing of God's dwelling, we're talking maybe closer to an idea of you know, you're your, your spared your sins and that is the seir lazazel, which takes because by the seir lazazel it says right Okay, so that's what, anyway what? So that's a good question. What exactly is the Si'ir, is the <coughs> they are doing, which doesn't have a v'idoi? Anyway, that's what I would say is the pshat. Let's see. let let's just see what the gemara says. Yes. <laughs> So that would be it, right. So if the personal sins of the Korani might go with the Seir according to that. It's a little bit unclear what, where the personal sins of the Khanim are included. And it's also a little unclear what the Seir in here is doing. But anyway, that's what I would say is like roughly the P'sha. Let's see what the Gemara does with it. Okay, so the Gemara says, so it says, the al says, So it says, so they're all equated in one kapara. Why are they all equated in one kapara? Because it says, the last yichaper says, the al, the al, you know, valko amakahal yichaper. So the alco, so the valkoni valko amakahal yichaper. So that sort of wraps it all together. So who's shukulim the kaparachaf? So what Yehuda says is that it says at the end means there's one kapara that works equally for the Koranim in Yisrael. Well, that's not this par and seir that's distinct. So it must be that the one thing the seir lazazel is the one thing that works for both of them. That's what Rebbe Yehuda said, okay? That atones for all of their personal sins. Even though they already had some of it taken care of. I well, think. he uh, might not say that... Well, the, the key is the word B'shar wrote. And now what you have to know is, as opposed to what I just laid out to you, is what I would say B'shar of the Psukim, Chazal understand it very differently. Because they understand, they've moved away from this understanding of this, like, metaphysical Tuman, the Miksas that has to be cleansed. And they're thinking very much about the, uh, they wrote that have to be atoned for. It's about your sin as a personal person, your sin that adheres to you that you have to be atoned for. So they have, they, they have interpreted the whole sense of being the chaper et mikdash hakodesh not to cleanse the mikdash, but you know what they say it means? It means to atone for you, for your sin, if you entered in the mikdash when you were tomeh. <coughs> so all of this huge ritual here is about any person that has entered the Mikdash when they are Tameh, this will be atoned for that sin. Now, even that is more limited because if I entered the Mikdash when I was Tameh, I'd bring a special korban. It's called the Korbanola Viore. Why do I need this to atone for me? So if you look at Rashi, well, for example, look at Rashi, right? Rashi says, okay, you see the first narrow line. He says, only if I entered there when I was Tamei and I didn't know at the end but I knew at the beginning I was Tamei then I forgot and then I never realized at the end that this protects me from punishment. When I, when I become aware that I sin, then I bring a normal korban. So all of this huge ritual of Yom Kippur is done for the, the few individuals that entered in the Mikdash when they were tameh, knew at the beginning, forgot, didn't realize at the end, and it's done to protect them from the sin until they become aware that they sin, and then they can bring their own korban. Okay, that's what all this is like. Why do we do the huge thing on Yom Kippur just for that is very difficult to understand, but what it shows you is the shift from this more metaphysical, national, you know, God's present sense to the personal avirah emphasis of Chazal. So according to that, one minute, all of this is done for, all of this is done for Tumat the B'Kadashav, right, this is done for the sin of Tumat Mikdash, the literal Tumat Mikdash, Right, the sin of Tumat Mithat, not the metaphysical, the individual sins, right, the individual sins of Tumat mitzah. That's what Shad has done. So this ir ha is, notice the phrase used by the ir ha it says, sha'ar ha shar sha'ar a-verot. right? So this, this takes care of Two out of, out of one out of 613 sins, okay, <laughs> and only under very special circumstances. And this takes care of the other 612, both for the Kohanim and for Yisrael. And this is for Stephanie. For now, I- that becomes a little bizarre, as I said, and you have to assume that even when they talk about your individual sin of Tumat Nikdash, presumably somehow that has some larger effect on the mikdash or else it's very very hard to understand what all this is being done just for that thing. Well, to use a paradigm that you have introduced often Yes a post-hormon theology Yes narrows I get the it the significance of the mikdash because they needed theologically not to be so dependent. I understand. I totally get why after, right, after the, after the Corban, out, yeah. right. No, you're right. I've been saying it implicitly, but you're right. After the Qurban, you know, the, if it, you have to shift the idea of personal sin and personal responsibility and move away from that whole, you know, from that whole focus and the importance that that has. I, I totally agree, but it merely minimizes that role. Okay. Now, by the way, here's the other point that, Ra- that Rashi indicated that you might not have noticed. When we said that he hears the I said is it's cleansing these places. You are ritual in here, it cleanses here. Ritual out here, it cleanses here. Ritual here, it cleanses, here. Ritual here it cleanses here. But according to Rashi, you know what it's doing? It's not cleansing those places. In here, it's atoning for the sin if you were tummy when you entered into the kodesh and here, it's atoning for the sin if you were Tameh when you were in the Heichal. And over here, it's doing the sin if you were Tameh when you were by the Mizpeach. So it's just atoning for... A sin that took place in a different place it's not a cleansing of the whole place it's atoning for a different sin of course the question here is like how did you sin in here without already sinning out getting Tameh in here like maybe you became Tameh when it you were in here why do you need a, a special atonement for being Tameh by the Nizbeah I mean you're just Tameh in the Heichal But this, is, well it would be that you didn't abode by the Nizbeah but you didn't spend a long enough time in the Heichal in order for that to have been a problem well, but that then it all so becomes just different situations of the sin of Tum'ah that is atoning for and very much stops being a cleansing of the place to atoning for a particular type of a sin that only you have with done that. Only with no the Par is for the Kohanim and the Seer is for the Yisrael how Yisrael got in yeah, here yeah, to yeah. do a Tumas Mitzah yeah, to Kadashav, I'd like to know but correct but then why are you doing the Yadarov because you also mentioned you did the Yadarov you didn't do nothing specific for the Yadarov yeah so somehow like right, I don't know somehow it affects that Kapara without doing a particular reason. maybe it would be the Shirayim if we say Shirayim is ma I don't know. Okay. So that's what, anyway, that's what Rabbi Yuda says. The Seir Mishalech is all the other Rebbe they wrote and the parents it's even for the Koranim because they have an equation. Rabbi Shimon Omer, no. The same way the blood of the Seir Atones for the sin of being matame mikdash for Yisrael. Same by the blood of the par. That's a parallel, okay? But you have a you have a lack of parallel because you did a vidui on the par that you did not do on the seir so kashem shall see siyami shalech bichapel yisrael. So that works for the vidoi works for the other sins. So the vidoi on the siyami shalech works for yisrael bichara they wrote the other six hundred and twelve. Kach vidoi shapar bichapel akonim bichara they wrote. Okay. So he says I don't agree. I don't think the siyami shalech works for yisrael akonim together. I think that there's an equation of how they function. So blood equally does the sin of tumah mikdash for karashav. The vidoi works for the other six hundred and twelve, and the vidoi on the seir works for Yisrael. So this works for the Kohanim for the six twelve, and the vidoi of the seir works for the Yisrael. So according to Reb Nechemia, who is this Reb Shimin? I think it's, it's fascinating in two ways. Way number one is that even when it comes to the personal sin. And not just Mikdash for where you would understand why to single out Kohanim, but even when it comes to the other 612 and the personal sins, there's going to be a different ritual to atone for Kohanim than there is for Yisrael. So I think that that's like in itself a fascinating question, right? Why would they get a different ritual of atonement, you know, for their personal sins than the rest of Yisrael? So, um, I understand, but that gets to the other issue about this sense of sin being a Tameh, which I think the Gemara is moving away from here. So, if you think about it much less in that sense and just in the personal atonement, you know, maybe they have to be especially cleansed because if they're representing Israel to God, you know, they have to, you know, do even a higher level of atonement or something. But anyway, that's important point number one that even in general sins, they have a separate atonement. But important point number two is notice again the radical nature. Of the shift, no longer is the dam being mechater. What's doing most of the kapara, V-dur. the vidui, the very act of vidui. And if you talk about a transition from a mikdash type of ritual where the ritual cleanses to a non-mikdash personal sin guilt, responsibility, transformation, vidoy, tshuva, right? We have now completely shifted the weight of everything that's happening here. We have said all of this is all about the ritual, but you know what really is doing the atonement here? That act of vidoy. That act of vidoy covers, for, on the par, did all the other atonements for all, from all the other things on the problem The vidoy, not the sending of the se'ir, the vidoy on the se'ir is what is, is achieved what the atonement. So that's a complete shift of <coughs> emphasis which ultimately gets you past Mikdash into a post-Mikdash reality. What do you reality? mean? What's the point of saying? Of sending his it. His I don't know. Okay, anyway. Maybe it's nigh that it would send, but still the emphasis is on the Vidur, the not on the, the, the original. Is for Suma, and the Vidur is for Vidam is just for the two Mikdash for Kodesh, and the Vidur covers everything else. So you really see the shift from the Mikdash to what's transitioning us to a post-Mikdash reality by the way certain what Rabbi Shimon is doing. And okay? You had a point about Milse also, right? What? He have own versus. Let's not worry get that all together? Okay, anyway, so let's go on. Okay, um, so now the question is like this. Um, so the Gemara says, okay, so that was very important and fascinating in terms of how we, what, what's all this doing? We've been talking all about the details. What's it all doing? And, and again, Shad Sukim, I would argue, is it's doing a ritual cleansing at a national level for allowing the Shrita to dwell. And there's also the question of personal. Even there, you could distinguish the Kwanin as a type of a part of the Mikdash being cleansed in this ritual way as opposed to the Seir, which is for the Sin, which is the more classic way. Um, and as opposed to now what the Gemara is. Done, which has made it all about personal sin and sort of separated out one particular sin from the rest and, and number one and then in Rebbe Shimon even in other sins a distinction between Karnim and Yisrael and for him really that all the weight is being carried by the Vidoy a pretty radical shift okay so that was really important Tanurabana, now we get back to business about the about the interruption of the of the can you remind us when did they live Rebbe they were Talmide Rebbe Akiva they were one generation before Rebbe Huda Nasri the middle of the 2nd century Rebbe Shimon yes yes, yes. Um, okay Tanu Rabbanan so this is an earlier Puzzle. It sounds like the previous Puzzle, but it's an earlier Puzzle. It's yeah. a Kodesh. He finishes the Kodesh. zevi snai v'snim. That's Kodesh Kadashim. Um, OMOA, zehechal. So Omoed is we know. mizbeah Kimashma'o. ma'al. Milame shekulam kapara kapara So this gets us to the point of our mission. Before it was talking more theologically what the effect is this gets us to the point of, the, of, of our Mishnah which is each thing is identified separately so each, uh, so each thing it, it, the Avoda is seen as a separate unit and if you're done you never have to go back to that unit If it's spilled in the middle of the Kodesh Kedoshim, you have to start beginning of that unit of the Kodesh Kedoshim. And that's the debate. They say, no, you pick up where you left off. Not only are you allowed to, you have to. You don't go back to the beginning. We'll see what that's about in a minute. But first, we're going to focus on the idea that when you do go back, according to the Tanakhama, it's only to the beginning of the unit. You finish the Kodesh Kadashim, and it's filled before you began the, the parochet. That's easy. Fine, it's filled before you even began. Everybody agrees. Get more blood, and, you know, shecht another cow, whatever, and begin the parochet. You began a little bit in the Heichal. Notice again the emphasis, by the way, on the Heichal, not the parochet, because the act done towards the parochet is, as we've seen in the Psukim, for the sake of the whole Heichal. So you're doing the blood for the sake of the Heichal, in the Heichal, and you did a little, and now it's filled. So begin again at the beginning of that unit. Don't go to the beginning of the Kodesh Shaddashim, go to the beginning of the Heichal. No, you pick up where you left off. So that's the unit of the Heichal. That's the sep, uh, its own separate unit. Now you're done with Heichal and you haven't begun the Mizbeach yet. And it's spilled. That's a no-brainer. Fine. So you finish one, you didn't begin the other. Get more blood, sheft another cow, whatever it is. And begin the Mizbeach. Let's say it's spilled in the middle of the Mizbeach. Nothing mixed with matanot shabbat nisbeach nisbeach adam. It's spelled in the middle of the nisbeach. Yavi damachir, yachir b'tchilav. Matanot tamisbeach. So that's its own unit. So you begin at the beginning of that unit, and you begin with the nisbeach again. You don't the nisbeach hazav, right? We're over here, right? right. So each one is a separate unit. So if you spelled begin at the beginning of the unit, don't go back to the previous unit. Um, who must deal? No, I'm sorry, you pick up where you left off. Even even if you did like three out of the seven, you just pick up where you left off. Yeah, that's the whole point. You finish the Mitzvah and and spilled before you did the pouring by the base of the outer altar. In that case, everybody agrees it is not Ma'khev which is as opposed to what we said yesterday where we we mentioned the position that the Shirayim is Ma'khev by Yom Kippur the one place that Shirayim is could be Ma'khev is by Yom Kippur it is actually that is a debated point as we saw yesterday and here everybody holds that the spilling of the the pouring of the remnants is not Ma'khev so if it's still on the floor before you did the ritual pouring of the Shiraim on the base of the day, that's so fine. You're done. It down, because it never is Ma'ake. Okay, but yeah, part of the what hookaher? Yeah, yeah, but it was because never. Mind, but but it's but it, it, it was the debate on how you read the mm-hmm. khilami kaper, in kila kiper in kiper kila. That was yesterday's talk. Okay. Um Amar okay, Yochara. Now so now let's look. So the first point is by separate identifying the separate <coughs> units. It said that if you have to start again, you only start at the beginning of a unit. But now we want to understand the debate of whether you start again at the beginning of a unit or you start where you left off. So let's take a look. I'm Rabbi Yochanan. They both, in, uh, the debate of whether you go to the beginning or you pick up where you left off is all based on how you interpret a pasif. Midam Khatasa kipurim achat from the blood of the sin offering the kippurim once in a year you should do this to atone so if you remember before the achas has been used in other ways not to just mean once a year but to mean one in other ways Okay, so let's take a look at what the Gemara does with it there should only be one sin offering not two so therefore what happens if you did one two three and it spilled and you had to check another animal and if you picked up where you left off then in the matanot in the of the unit you're doing you would be using blood of two separate animals. So he says no. In any you can look at units individually. It's not once an offering for all three units. That's what we get the blessing by looking at the units individually. You don't have to go back to something you finished. But in every individual unit, it can only be blood of one sacrifice. Rebbe Yelisev, Rebbe Savri, they hold, what they, when they say, no, we don't let you go back to the beginning, you have to continue where you left off, they hold it differently. One process of sprinkling is what chazaz mean, and not two processes. Because, if I did one, two, three, and you told me to start again, well, sorry, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, then I've done two processes. I've done one halfway, and then I've done another the full way. Right? So this is the choice you have to make. Do you start over again? So it's the, same, the blood from the same animal for all seven. Or do you pick up where you left off? Because to start over again would be to be replicating, would be to be doing another process, an additional process. Okay, so that's the debate. So it's not like they say you're allowed to pick up where you left off. They actually say you have to pick up where you left off. Okay, so each one says there has to be something unifying. Is it one process? Or is it all from the blood of one animal? Okay. Tanya, I'm a Rebbe said Rebbe Li chilek Rebyako Yaakov okay for me Rebbe Yaakov to- told me distinguished for me differentiated for me the, when, it, when it comes to the issue of the lobe what does that mean so of course as we all know the lobe refers to the lobe shemin that is brought by a mitzorah okay and when the mitzorah you have the purification process of the mitzora so it says that you take the blood of uh, you take you take a log of of, of oil a log is like a uh, like 12 ounces of oil yeah. okay and you do a ritual you sprinkle the blood in the, uh, the blood. you sprinkle the oil in the hechal, and then you put the oil on his ear and on his thumb and on his toe and you pour it on his head okay and you do this whole process what happens if in the middle of the process it spills, it spills. Okay. Do you start the process again or do you pick up where you left off so Rebbe said, Rebbe Yaakov taught this to me, and he said, you know, when it comes to the oil, everybody agrees. There's not a debate. It's different from the debate by the blood. Why would everybody agree? So Rashi says, because the Pasuk says, log echad shemin." It says one log. So there, everybody would agree you need to use the same lobe for the whole process. So you have to start from the beginning. You can't pick up in the middle. Here we could discuss is it not to repeat the process or to have the blood of the same cow. But of the same odds. But there he says everybody would agree, lo gechad, you have to use only one lo for the whole process. So if it spills, start again from the uh, beginning. Because here it does not say chatat. You, you can't read it to say chitoy. Khatat is ambiguous. It could be one, one. sin offering right. or one process of purification. Right. <clears throat> but log does not mean one process. It only means one log. So it has to be the same log for the whole process. So if it spills, you have to so start... It says meforash It says be here, but it could be, the chatat could be interpreted two ways. Ah, khatat okay. could be the sin offering or the right. process. But log means the one log of oil can only mean one thing. And therefore, if it's filled, you have to start again so it's the same log for the whole process. Okay? Mm-hmm. So let's take a look. Um, okay. So, we Chilek Rebbe Yehuda Rebbe Yaakov Belogin. Low? Really? You're telling me that it's different? They don't debate that? so this is going to be a very quick price like the previous one you did some of the sprinkling from the oil inside the you know in the heichal and it spilled start again the sprinkling of the oil from the beginning of the heichal in the heichal you would sprinkle from the seven times from the log of oil in the heichal Uh, that's what you do for a mixover But look, they debate that as well. They say, no, don't go back to the beginning. Pick up where you left off. Let's say you finished the sprinkling of the oil in the heichal and it spilled before you began putting it on his uh, ears and, and thumb and toe. So fine if it's spilled between those units, nobody disagrees. Get more oil and start when it and you know and start putting it on the uh, thumb, the the the, uh, the ear and the thumb. Now let's say some of it spilled when you were, did one the thumb before you did the toe or something. So you start again that process with the uh, you know with the thumb and the toe. That's what you, you've done at the beginning of the process. Rabbi Eliezer, you don't mean, you pick up where you left off. Now let's say after you did the sum of the toe, it spilled, and what you're supposed to do now is pour the rest of the oil on the head. Everybody says that that doesn't make it. The same way, spilling of the rest of the blood at the base of the Mizbeach isn't make The spilling of the rest of the oil at the head of the mitzora is also not make so, we'll get back to why the head is different, but right now, the point is, you see, it's the same debate. The same way they debate by the blood, you start at the beginning, or pick up where you left off. Here too, even though it says log Echad, they still say, they debate. Some say you need one log for the whole thing, so you go to the beginning, and the others say, Rebbe Lezareb and you pick up where you left off. <coughs> So says, "Fine, Ema Li Shona Reb Yaakov Belogim, not Li Chachilei Reb Yaakov Belogim." Not that Reb Yaakov told me it was different by the case of the log. No, Reb Yaakov taught me this debate by the case of the log. It's the same by the case of the log. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So now the exact. So now we don't know where it gets from from the pasuk because it's echad, how it's based on the pasuk. But nevertheless, it's the same debate. There's, do you go to the beginning of a unit or do you pick up where you left off? Now, why is the head not maake the spilling of the oil on the head? Ammar, Amar Mar Matanos Arosh The putting on the head of the remnant of the oil isn't Maakeh. My, my time What's the reason? emo are no Sar Min Shaman So what's the pasuk? The pasuk says the following by the mitzvah, right? It says. Um. Uh, we, okay, it says like this. It says, The you take from whatever. So that's bifni You take the oil and you sprinkle it in the heichal. So you do the ear, the thumb, and the toe, and then it says And then what's left over? you rosh You pour it on the top. Okay. So how do you know the head isn't makish? Ilim by the head. So, it says, it says a similar phrase, what's left over from the mincha after you take the, the you know, the, um, um, uh, the k'mitzah. So, there too, we say it doesn't matter. Now, the reality is if you don't eat the remnants of the mincha, you're still yodzeh. But if the remnants of the mincha yes. spills before you offer up the k'mitzah, it is invalid. So, just because it says nosar does not mean that it's not important. So, why do we say that the head doesn't matter? You could, uh, so, the Gemara says, oh, no, here's why it's not important here it's different because look at what the prophet says when it says to put it on the ear and the, and, the, and the thumb it says then after you're done with your intent it says so the nosar is what's left over from what was already referred to as yeser hashem so if you look at Rashi look at Rashi he says it says like this he says the last line of Rashi shirayim. So it says, "What's the remnant?" It talks when you put on the sun. That's the shiram. It's the it's the leftovers of the leftovers. So the, what's the, what's the, the leftovers of leftovers that already is very mar is, is secondary and if you didn't do it it's not, not cave. It's also fascinating to think you know pour what's left at the base of the altar pour by the blood pour what's left on the head of the mitzah So think about it, it's a very parallel ritual. So the same way the pouring of the shirayim is not makave, even on Yom Kippur the, the bait? pouring of well, the bay but that's how they hold everybody here the pouring of the rosh of the mitzah is not makave. okay. Um I'm Rajiv Khan, Tedd Yokohama. I should miss though, so now. I am especially given the time. Uh not going to get into Rashis because this Kamara, Tosos, uh, Tosos has a very different gear than then Rox. That's the Tosolo slow. It's the Tosos is if you look at the first narrow line of Tosos, gear is Rox. I should miss to Nishpahtamo Okay? So basically, a very parallel case. What the Torah says by the Asham of the is the first narrow line in Tosros. You see it? Girsos rach at the Metzorah Damo Kode Matan behanot. Okay? So it's a, basically a very parallel case, which is that the Torah says you check the Asham. It actually doesn't say by the Mitzvah you sprinkle the blood of the Asham on the Nizbeah. But presumably you do. That's what you do by Orchavanot. And then you take the, the blood and you do similar things. You put it on the ear, on the thumb, and on the toe. Let's say between putting the blood on the Mizbeach and doing the Behanot, the blood spilled. Right? So it's a similar case. You're in the middle of the process with the blood and the blood spilled. How much do you have to go back to the beginning or not go back to the beginning? Okay? Is that clear with the scenario it's describing? Okay. So we... Asher with Yersha Damo Damo Behanot It's still before the stuff on the ear and the toe after you did the blood on the Mizbeach It's the same debate It says you have to start again at the beginning You have to start again at the beginning Presumably he would not say the putting of the blood on the Mizbeach and on the ear are separate units You could have said those were separate units but saying no that would all be one unit and if it's filled in the middle starting again at the beginning they say pick up where you left off here it becomes interesting you're stuck why are you stuck why not check another asham and pick up where you left off so it's, we're going to see the reason is because the Torah says um, because the Torah says oto. Um, so um minute i watch this a minute because it says keres echad asham um, so it says one asham so since it says one asham you're really stuck because he says look you were sprinkling the blood you did it on the Mizbeach it spilled before you got to the ears so they say you have to pick up where you left off but it says only one asham and if you were to try to pick up where you left off you'd have two ashamos so that becomes now an interesting case where you get stuck in the middle I have a, I have a sense people are losing me are people with me here more or less <laughs> okay you, you spill. To two parallel yeah you spill the blood of Yasham. You did the you did the misbach. You didn't do the bad note. It's like spilling in the middle of a process. Normally, Rebbe Leizer and Rebbe say you pick up where you left off. Here they're saying you need to pick up where you left off, but you're not allowed to because it says one Asham. So you're totally stuck. You can't go to the beginning because then you'd be repeating. You're not allowed to repeat. You can't pick up in the middle because it says one Asham. So you're stuck. Okay. So emotakana. So Maskevla Rav So Rav asked on this but one minute. The process says we keep Ashan."." so which means that even Rabbi Mayer should agree that you can't pick up where that you um, well, one minute, I'm trying to remember what the point was, but the OSO. Um, just one second. Um, right, meaning that since it says "oh so," they should at least agree here. Um, yeah. Hold on, just a second. I'm sorry, I just lost my sense, my, my place here. Um, right. So, the meaning, meaning, how, how can you say that according to Rebbe Mayer, you should be allowed to bring another one and start again at the beginning? If it says Uso, which should all which say that even according to Neo, you should only be limited to one. And read a log with it then, right? Yeah, exactly. So then it says Kasha. Okay, let's just read a little bit more. I know it's toward the end, but I want to just get through this point right now. Tiny ni gevazit Reb Yochanan. Asha-metsoh she shalo li-shmo. Oh, shalo nosem midamo lagabi behanos. So the focus is on the second part, that it's the blood spilled before you got to the behano. Hareza oh lagabi mizbeach so you put it on the altar, that you do, because the animal itself is kasher, because the blood was put on the museah. But, okay, but you need now to do another asham, you pick up, you, you bring another asham in order to go through the process. You know what, it's too late, and it's getting too confusing. We'll have to pick up here tomorrow.